You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, founder of EXP Realty. And today I am super excited to talk to uh, Jesse Dow. Um, he's uh, actually runs multiple teams uh, around the country using uh, some incredible strategies using YouTube. And uh, Jesse, you got kind of a similar story to mine, I think. We'll get into it here in a minute. But um, you know, you've uh, you figured out something that worked. You've leveraged it, and uh, and and you've just been uh, kind of cranking and going. So, uh, Jesse, welcome. Thank you. Super excited to be here. So yeah, so when did you uh, when did you actually get into real estate, and how did you get into to real estate? Yeah, so essentially, I got into real estate back in uh, actually July first, twenty seventeen. So I'm um, coming up on my six year mark right now, and um, I was actually fifteen years in the corporate brewing industry world. So spent some time at some pretty top level sales and training companies like um, Boston Beer Company's really known Jim Cook's the founder and CEO over there, uh, Mark Anthony Brands, which owns White Claw. I was there for about six years. And then um, back in the distributor world, I was actually a, a Gallo wholesaler. So got a lot of uh, experience in that world. And then in, um, ju- in June of 2017, I just decided uh, it wasn't really my cup of tea anymore. Wanted to do something more rewarding for my energy and time and I guess, knowledge and quit cold turkey, got my real estate license in about two weeks and went full steam ahead. Okay. And and so did you, you mentioned good, great sales uh, training background. What about uh, marketing? It seems like uh, you really knocked out of the park there. Yeah. So one of the coolest experiences I had was in 2010 <clears throat> was um, Mark, Mark Anthony Brands at that time. Most people know it as like White Claw and Mike's Hard Lemonade. Uh, they came to us and said, we're going to go hundred percent away from traditional media, no more TV, no more billboards, no more radio. And of course, back then, uh, target marketing was just, wasn't even a thing. Instagram, I don't even think was out at that point in time, but what they said is we can get more targeted with our, uh, marketing versus putting up a billboard or TV and people seeing 9,000 more messages on the way to the store. Well, of course, go into corporate companies like Walmart, 7-Eleven at a global scale, telling them that you're going to pull all your marketing, especially during the Super Bowl, isn't really their cup of tea. So they, they weren't really excited about that. So what we what their company did, which was great, is they hired really high-level um, in-depth training for us to really understand geo-targeting, retargeting with pixels, all that fun stuff. And this was at back before there was a lot of regulation in the alcohol industry with t- marketing. So our sales actually doubled that year. We went from $250 million to $500 million in one year without adding a product, which is almost unheard of. And it was just off to the races. So I learned a lot about that um, during my tenure in the industry. So were you also were you working on the marketing side as well? Were you working with the marketing team and all that good yeah. stuff? Yeah. So actually, believe it or not, um, because Mike at that time was um, using other brewers to brew their product, our company was only about 120 employees. So it was a very tight knit group of people, uh, very leveraged. And then over at Boston, it was about 2000 because they owned all the breweries. But if you re- re- extract all those people and they're, they all run pretty lean, probably 200 sales and marketing, and they all work in conjunction with each other. Okay, cool. So you, you got into real estate in uh, 2017 mm-hmm. and uh, uh, what um, obviously you picked uh, a, a way to break into the market. How did you break into to real estate? Yeah. So, you know, like everyone else, I, I got into real estate, had a different conception of what it was. Um, you know, I thought people would walk into the office, all the things I'm sure you've heard it all. 
And um, nothing was, you know, after a couple of days, I just realized I was, cause I joined a team at KW and I realized quickly, I'm like, this is not where, this isn't what I thought. Like, so I went to the team, team lead. I said, well, Hey, where's the hottest leads? I don't care what the splits are. And he's like, honestly, he's like for sell by owner and open houses. People are showing up to houses to buy. People have a for sale sign in their yard to sell. And actually said FISBO. And I didn't know what FISBO was. So two days later, I went back and asked him what that was. And he said, for sale by owner. So I ended up focusing hundred percent on open houses and for sale by owner. And after three months, I generated six listings out of FISBO. I actually crafted up my own scripts using my industry training back at Boston, actually, because they use this acronym called LAYER, Listen, Acknowledge, Empathize, and Restate. So at FISBOs, they were wanting us to use these combative scripts. You know, you don't know what you're doing. You're never going to sell your house, all these things, you know, or just set, um, you know, preview appointments. And I wasn't really excited about that. I, I didn't have a lot of time to waste. So I would just tell the seller, I would just try to be as empathetic as possible, align as quickly as possible, and then always ask for the appointment. And, um, after about three months on the team and generating all my own leads, I realized I'm like, all I need is a transaction coordinator and leverage. And I don't really need the team. I, I left, went to a new brokerage. And then my first year I did uh, 12 million, 23 deals, uh, half and half. It was FISBO and open. And then I did it again. I was on the track to do it again. And I got to the point in time where I was like, this is insane. Like, I can't do this. This is burning me out. I need to figure out a better way. And in the meantime, I was really into video as well. And I was trying to figure out that whole industry but I was trying to do the whole digital mayor, like Gary V and a lot of other people teach, and it just wasn't getting any traction, which kind of like led us to the path of where we are today. Now, what, what is it? Uh, now, obviously, I was thinking, okay, you probably probably got inspired by Gary V. Just um, and but it sounds like um, you actually took a different tack. So, what what's your what is your sort of uh, mode? Uh, and I think you've even wrote a book that actually covers a bit about this as well. Yeah, we just released our book. It's called The Billion Dollar Channel Method. So actually, if you backed it up to like 2018, I met my now business partner, Jackson. He was my title rep. He got assigned to me on this look. My first ever, my one and only expired listing I ever took, which was a mansion, because I really love Fizbo's. I, I knew they wanted to sell and I didn't really want to spend a lot of time nurturing and following up. I, and that's the thing is like, I love business coming to me. So I thought Fizbo's and open houses, like I was like, oh, open houses, these buyers are coming right to me. Like, this is so easy. And um, I knew I had enough experience in training that I could convert them if they didn't have an agent. And so um, in the video world with digital or the digital mayor style, we were uh, following the recipe of like TVs, t-shirts or uh, bars, restaurants, doing tons of video at a high level. And so me and my business partner started this platform called Digital Mayor Now and the one thing that are a part of our platform, and I was I was calling agents all around the country saying, you know, does this work? Does this work? Are you generating deals? And not one of them ever said it was generating business. And so even on our podcast, at the end of the podcast, the million dollar question was how many deals have you got from this? And um, all of them said like, you know, zero, or maybe I got a, a referral. And I spent over $100,000 trying to figure this out. So it wasn't like we weren't doing it. Really ex exact, um, really high level listing videos, and really trying to build that community. And we had the police departments calling us, schools, everything. Uh, I did meet my now team lead at one of the school functions. So it did pay us in the future. Um, and still to this day, no one's ever called us from that stuff. But what we started to understand, and we actually did an interview with another agent named Karen Carr, and she uh, was a blog writer. And she was the one that really got going into the YouTube space first. And um, we asked her at the end of the interview, like, how many deals have you gotten from YouTube? Because she was just taking her blogs and converting them into YouTube videos. And she said, I, uh, she goes, oh, I have like six under contract and all these things. And like me and my business partner were like, okay, like there's something here. And we were doing it all. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it. We were doing it, spending tons of money. And so 
my business partner, Jackson, what we realized on her channel and we were like really investigating it was the videos that were not real estate related were the ones that were like being like viewed the most. So what we did, and she was using a, a Google keyword tool and there was actually a, a YouTube keyword tool at that time called Morning Fane. Today it's called TubeBuddy. And so what we realized is we were searching, say like living in Portland, Oregon on Google was being searched 30,000 times a month, but on YouTube, it was being searched 300,000 times a month. And this is back in 2018. So like in our minds, we're like, all right, now we know people want to look, want to see what it's like living in the city. So what we did is we started making videos about, you know, the best five neighborhoods to live in Portland, Oregon, the pros and cons, all the things. And there was nothing out at that time. And we were really comparing ourselves to these national YouTubers um, people that tour around the country and do videos. And our whole goal was just to outrank them immediately. And we knew we could do it. And our average view durations were high. Our timelines, our uh, click-through rates were high. And in real estate, everyone was saying you need to do these short videos, but our average view durations were hitting like 10 minutes. And so um, we weren't getting any calls. And it wasn't until we actually met with one of our lenders, um, owners of the bank, and he was really big in the video. And he's like, you guys, those videos are great. And we were following the recipe of what the top YouTubers were saying, like hook video, hook video. And he's like, no, you need to, you hit You got to hit them with your call to action, like right up front because they're not staying on to the very end. So we actually changed the recipe and the formula, which is now used by, we have about 20,000 agent following and anyone with like a living in channel in the industry is that's where it stems from is through this. And we uh, hit it with that call to action right after the hook. And the next day when we dropped that video, we had 40 plus reach outs and it was people just saying like, and these were direct calls, no lead magnets or anything. And we, they were just like, we've been watching your videos for over a year. We didn't know you were in real estate. And we did get a couple of deals before that time too, but it was always just people like DMing us off Facebook saying, Hey, we've been watching your YouTube videos. We think you're an agent. So once we hit with that call to action, it was game over. Okay. Awesome. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned call to action. So you may know a little of my history, but in 2002, I started on a real estate team um, as well. Um, the difference was I actually came in um, specifically with an internet marketing background prior to real estate, but I built a, a whole bunch of websites. And what I found was that um, you couldn't actually have too many calls to action. Every time yeah. I added another call to action, my lead flow would go up. Yeah. Um, meaning create another landing page, create another request for, 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 for some unique item of value, um, and, and, and it turns out that, you know, whether it's Google or whatever, the, you know, every called every different call to action with a diff, different unique, um, uh, offering, there is an audience for, for that. I mean, obviously there's some stuff there's no audience for, but if you're just logical about it, you know, what are people looking for and you create an alt call to action for it, there will be people that will see it and go, Hey, that's what I'm looking for. And they'll fill in their info. So yeah. It's, um, uh, but you're, you're focused exclusively or, or are, is it exclusively on YouTube or what yeah. are you, are you doing other so, stuff? So about 95% of our business, which last year it was almost 200 deals, a hundred percent about, well, I should say 95% YouTube. Uh, I actually, because we've had so the one and it's primarily relocation and we learned a lot because we ended up launching uh, 13 channels in 13 different markets, small, medium, and large size markets. So we have tons of experience. We know exactly like how a channel is going to react in what market and uh, what happens with relocation. And as you know, owning the relocation part of the business, uh, people will move quickly and then they'll sell quickly. 
Um, so we do have post-closing automation set up with tools like HomeBot. And I recently signed up with a celebrity agent, which has already yielded us uh, a few listings, which has been great. I love their um, event-based marketing tool. So it's all based on the situation and the orphan buyer program that they have is, it's incredible. I freaking love it. So now you, you've obviously, um, you, you've created how many teams, how many, how many markets are you in? Are these, uh, and I, it sounded like some markets you're, you own a hundred percent of the team mm -hmm. and some markets you partnered. So, yeah. So what happened was, is, uh, we ended up getting to our end of our time at the previous brokerage and, you know, agents were contacting us about EXP. I started seeing a lot of agents move over. This was in 19. And so we decided to make the move uh, on March 1st, 2020, which was the greatest decision in my life in the real estate you know, world, because what happened in Portland is where I was the mark, the, as you know, it was like ground zero for COVID shutdown, the, the whole situation shut down and we moved over to this, you know, EXP cloud base. So we didn't see a disruption and uh, we actually had somebody contact us to buy our channel. And we were like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And uh, we met with an attorney and they said, if you guys um, are closing the deals and it has to be you involved hundred percent, like the valuation is very low. And they're like, obviously YouTube owns the channel. It's not you. So you're just generating a list and a lead option, a lead, uh, you know, platform. So, but they said, if you don't have to be involved with the process, your valuation will go up significantly. So I had, a, I had hired my first buyer's agent, which is now our team lead and runs the Portland team. And I said, Hey, I want you to answer these calls. And, and the process that we do is they, they call in and there's no lead magnets. There's no squeeze pages. So it's always people calling or texting. Hey, I've been watching you on YouTube, thinking about buying. So she answers or responds and just says, you know, are you looking to buy or rent? If they say, you know, different things do trigger different responses, but say they're buying. Awesome. Here's our link. Go ahead and schedule a Zoom call at your convenience. And before COVID, no one knew what was Zoom was. I was using it in corporate world. So I knew, I thought it was awesome, but people thought we were putting a virus on their computer. But what we realized is when we had them on show up on Zoom, the conversion rate was through the roof and you got that face to face. So COVID actually took our business that year five X, which was great. Um, but what happened was, is they said no, um, or the, the team lead started answering the calls and people would just be like, where's Jesse, where's Jackson. She'd be like, Oh, they're out filming content. I handle all the relocation off YouTube. And they were like, Oh, that's amazing. So we realized quickly that we didn't have to be involved with the process of working with the clients. So right away. Um, and this is right when I moved to EXP. So I actually had met Chuck Fazio. I started a podcast interviewing all the top agents at EXP because I didn't understand revenue share. I was trying to figure out why everybody was moving their teams and brokerages to EXP. And it was real simple, like after I did the interviews. So I started to understand the leverage piece of it. And, and I was asking Chuck how to scale up my business. And he's like, you need to exit production. Like you're generating all these leads, but you're still working with the clients. That's insane. Like you have a massive leverage system here. So I said, okay, the next day I stopped selling real estate. If somebody tells me to do something that's been there, done that, I will do it and go 100% all in. So we, I stepped out of production and then we went to Seattle and tested another channel. And that one took a long time to get going, higher value market, a lot more competitive. And um, so, yes. So what we did is once we started getting these leads coming in on other channels, which you'll read in the book, we start, what we did is we'd get them going and we'd contact an agent in another market that owned a team because we started to understand the revenue share at EXP. And I said, hey, we're going to produce you with some high quality leads. You close them. You give us a piece of the, the split at the closing. And you can keep 100% of your own business. However, I'm going to let you test this out for three deals. And if you like it, you got to move your team over to EXP. And if you don't like it, we'll just go our separate ways. No harm, no foul. So, and the splits are very aggressive. It's the minimum is 50-50. So they, were, they thought it was crazy. They're like, this is insane. They're thinking Zillow in their mind, all the things. Like after their first reach out, 
in their first closing because these people are calling you like you're a celebrity and they just, they'll do anything. They'll bend over backwards, no convincing or anything. And it's our average, I just looked at my EXP dashboard from uh, being in the beta group. My average price point right now in my organization is over 800,000. So it's, it's a very high quality client. My average price point and my teams were like almost 600 and something thousand. Average credit was 740 plus. Average down was 18. And even during the, the height of 2022, we closed almost 200 deals and 95% buyers. So that tells you something, right? What kind of clients you're generating. So anyways, this is what led us to expanding, but more in a leveraged capacity where I didn't have to run the teams. So I just use it more as like an affiliate marketing lead generation system in other markets. So I own one team 100% in Portland. Every other team that we brought over, which is 12 other markets, that's being ran by another agent that we're collecting money on. And when I just let them do their own thing, they use it for recruiting. They use it for generating leads. I'm hundred percent hands off. They call me for advice all the time. I'm there for them. Kind of like a, kind of a mentorship capacity. Right. And, and do you get referral fees on those other markets? How, how oh, do you monetize? Oh, hundred percent. So yeah, it's either, like I said, most of them are 50, 50 splits. So the way we set it up with the teams is we just said, because they're like, oh, our agents will never go for that. I said, trust me, dedicate a couple agents to the YouTube leads, you know, give them 25%. You take 25, we'll take 50 and just see how it goes. And every single one of them, even at 25, they're, they're like begging for more YouTube leads. Oh, wow. So the quality, so what uh, YouTube lead, what percentage of those YouTube leads when work properly convert to a closed transaction? Oh, hundred percent. Like, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's not quite a hundred percent, but it's, it's real, it's really high or is, so, is so, it actually a hundred percent? So when you say convert, like go through the process. So let's say someone's ring ring. Like, hey, my, hey, Hey Glenn, this is Jesse. I've been watching on YouTube for the last two years. We're thinking about moving up down to Arizona. Awesome. Are you thinking about buying or renting? Oh, we're thinking about renting. Then we're going to buy in that situation. We always get them on the zoom call and then we put them in the, and then we walk them through the process, kind of give them like figure out exactly what they're doing. The other piece is, is we don't tour anybody either. We do, uh, we created this tool called the self-guided tour. So most of these people have never been to a city. Most people we realized were coming out kind of looking for a tour guide to show them houses. And it's just a giant waste of time. So now they tour themselves, which is amazing. Uh, and then they're communicating with us through it. So if they're on, if they're coming into the system and say they're buying, it's game over. Like it's, they're going to, they're going to buy Cause what we tell them is we just say, Hey, if you see an open house, pop in, if you see a, a new construction pop in, like we're giving them all these reasons to go out and do their thing. And we're there as a resource. It is a pipeline game because people that are moving, we get calls saying they're going to move in 10 years, right? Our first ever call, ever call, this was back in 2018. They just closed like six months ago. So it took them quite a while to go down the path, but they were from Canada. They had, a, you know, they were trying to establish American credit, all the things. So when I say a hundred percent, if they're in the pipeline, I mean, it's, I would say, you know, it's, it's somewhere between 95 and hundred if they're talking to us. And of course there's okay. been, and we've learned through the years too, because early on it was not a hundred and it wasn't even in the nineties, but because what we, we didn't have the processes dialed in You have to remember this is four years of figuring this thing out. And still to this day, you're going through the changes of YouTube, the algorithm changes, you know, people get really excited about shorts. You know, there's a lot of learning curves here along the way. And when you're a pioneer in a space, there's no one that's been there to guide the ship along the path. So we're always refining and trying our things. So like now when people call in before we used to send them the link to schedule the call. And that's where I'm tracking the whole, you know, what's the conversion rate is if they get on the zoom call with us. Uh, 
before, like our conversion rate of getting them on the Zoom was getting around the 25% mark. And, but if they got on the Zoom call, they were closing. So now what we do is when they call in, we say, hey, we're going to pull up our calendar right now and book your call for you. So they say, okay, cool. So we'll look at what's available. And now that we've done that, you know, what some markets have VAs answering those calls. Some of them, they're the actual agents. But what we realize is when we get them on, when we book it on the call, the, them showing up to the Zoom call is extremely, it's, you know, it's way higher than if they, we're leaving it up to them to book their call. Because people think they're inconveniencing you. You know, they're looking at you like a celebrity. So if they're not like 100% serious they, or they're not committed to buying, they're like, oh, we're wasting your time. They're very respectful. Okay. Now, now you, um, you know, last year you did 183 sides. Was that just on your team? So that's, that uh, that's the, the close. So I calculate all of my closings on just the deals that I have generated. Because like I said, if they're closing their own deals, I'm not, I, I don't get any money off of that. So I can't calculate it. So just what okay. we closed off of our YouTube production, that's what it was. Okay. And your, and your cost to actually generate those leads pretty low. I mean, it's just production, right? Is that uh, there's no, there, you're not doing any paid promotion? Zero paid. Yeah, we did. Oh, so like I said, we've learned it all in the book. You'll read about it. I told Jackson, like, let's, we're getting, we're getting deals. Let's run some ad behind this video because it'll just, YouTube's not dumb enough to send this out in front of other, everyone else. Well, what it does is it, YouTube gauges your success on two things, your average view duration, how long people are watching. So if they're watching you longer, they're putting you in front of more people. And two is the click-through rate. So how many people are actually clicking on your video? Well, what happens when you send that video out in front of millions of people that don't really care about it is the click-through rate drops significantly and the average view duration is like seconds and you want those big, long, juicy average view durations. So we did put some spend behind it at one point in time. And we, we, if you go to like living in Portland, living in Houston, you'll see it's not only our videos that rank in the top, you know, top five, it's our whole channel. And that's the holy grail of YouTube is getting your channel. So when we put that spend behind Portland, when we first started this thing, I, we run a marketing agency and actually I used to show people like we'll run incognito and see where our channel lines up here. We used to own every 20 video, all, all the top 20 videos, even on Google page one search. Cause Google is owned by owns YouTube. Well, when I went to go search after running the ad, all of our videos disappeared and I freaked out. I was like, what happened to our videos? Did our channel get shut down? Well, no, the cert, the ad spend crushed it. And it's the same thing that we see because there's so many algorithm or um, analytical data points inside of YouTube. You can see where the views come from. You can see if it's shared on Facebook what the average view duration and the click-through rate is. So when everyone's like telling their friends, their family, and other agents to like and subscribe to their channel, it's just feeding YouTube a bunch of bad, bad data. So our for our only rule that we have, one of our only rules that we have with our partner agents is you will never show this, share this on any social media platform, and you will never ask somebody to subscribe to our channel because we want organic following. It's kind of like the social dilemma on uh, Netflix showed you they're creating a, a like a lookalike YouTube channel behind the scenes, finding your perfect audience based on their actions they've taken. So we want those client, those subscribers to be the most likely candidates. And then you let YouTube go out and find it. And, you know, we have, you know, almost a hundred, probably a hundred million impressions off of YouTube now with, you know, hundred thousand plus subscribers on all of our channels combined. And we just love the organic play. It's every data points to it. Awesome. So uh, last question. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to, uh, to an agent at eXp, what would it be? One piece of advice? I know, if kind I of random. Brand, probably, probably build your brand, right? <laughs> I mean, I, actually, I'll tell you what my piece of advice is. It's, it's probably the best advice I got given to me at eXp is, um, you know, if you're going to come, if you're at eXp, 
It's like plug into everything that EXP has to offer and don't try to like run uh, another business that's not built for the EXP. It's, it's an amazing leverage tool. So for me, it's like, you know, it's like if you're running, I, I still see physical offices out there, you know, and they're still running it like very traditional style real estate, which is great, but not plugging into the, like the resources of EXP. Cause once I did that and I like really understood the concept, not only did my business, you know, go five X that first year and then the next year it doubled again. And then we've kind of been at this plateau because we haven't been expanding markets is in plugging the EXP. Not only was our business growing, but we were also attracting a ton of agents and, you know, I talk to my business partner all the time about the revenue share. And we're like, even when the market shifted, um, that revenue share and our, like our agent count has dropped a little bit. Our, our revenue share has been growing substantially. And like I just told you in our re- organization, our average price point is like, I just posted it yesterday in our group. It was like almost eight, I think it was 880. Um, and so to me, that's amazing. Like, cool. Let's keep doing that, awesome. you know? Awesome. Well, good stuff. Well, Jesse, thank you so much for uh, for jumping on here today. Um, you can actually find um, your, your YouTube page. I think it's Channel Junkies is the name. And, yeah. uh, and then channeljunkies.com. That's where you're kind of promoting the sort of the system and, and what you're how you're building this all out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can channeljunkies.com or just follow us on any social media platform. Okay, awesome. Well, good stuff. Well, Jesse, thank you very much. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. This has been uh, super, uh, super educational for me. We went a little longer than normal, but uh, I could have went on for another hour if I didn't have uh, another uh, another uh, podcast to record. So anyway, thanks, Jesse. Look forward to, to chatting soon. Absolutely. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.